When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, Dermot, I'll go on, keep saying that. Uh, yeah, King, sure, I don't care. No, it's okay, but you're not gazy. So people may hear that just joining us on the show and they hear that and then they hear your voice and they go, gee, gazy sounds a lot like Dermot these sounds days. Sounds better, doesn't he? He well does. <laughs> well, in the minds of some, I mean, I don't necessarily agree with yeah, that. Yeah, you're but, probably you know. right. Now, yeah. Dane Pinnow's about to join us. South East Melbourne Phoenix are yep. flying. I just noticed, and I don't, I believe he was born in Fitzroy. Now, are you going to have a crack at him about being a mung bean eating, organic, you know, over the mushroom yes. pizza <laughs> eating, uh, electric oh, car driving, yeah. sort of wokey kind yeah, of inner Get on your Vespa. You're going to ask, then, are you going to hit Dane Puno, yeah, you're going to hit Dane Puno out you, about all that sort of you stuff? You wear your hemp t shirt. Oh, around you ask him Dane, he, doesn't, he doesn't live there anymore. He was born in Fi- Dane, were you born in Fitzroy? Have I got that right? Yeah, you do have that right. I was born in Fitzroy. I, I don't think I do any of those things that were just mentioned. Um, Jeremy yeah, will be happy to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he got out of there, Andy, unlike no. your good self. No, Dane, just you... moved up the road to Northcote. He mu- no, Clifton Hill. Clifton y- y- Hill. You mate, Dane, you mate, you'll always be an inner north uh, man at heart, though, won't you? Oh. Oh, there's always got to be a little bit in me, you know, in that. But Tom, I did grow up in, uh, in, in South Melbourne, in the mean streets of South Melbourne. Get over the other side Melbourne. of the Yarra, mate. You've, you've jumped onto the wrong side of the Yarra. I'm tipping, Dane, once you go through the US college system. There's no place in your heart for the northern suburbs like Clifton yeah, Hill do. and <laughs> the world's a different place there. What was it like at St Mary's? Did you have a great time oh, before you get stuck into what you're doing now and where the team's at? Did you have a great time over at St Mary's? Yeah, I, I had an awesome time at St Mary's. I mean, any time you get to live in a community of just 18 to 22-year-olds, you're always going to have a really fun time. And um, the basketball itself was great too. And, and getting to be a part of March Madness was that was just something I'll never forget. So uh, I, did have an, I did have an awesome time over at St Mary's. I'm, I'm super glad that I, I made the decision to go to college over there. Good on you. How's your back? I, mean, I know you've had um, issues with it. Last year was a write-off, and I think you had an um, interrupted start to this season with that prolapse disc, disc condition that you had to deal with. Is that behind you now, or is that going to require constant treatment? Uh, for the most part, it's behind me, I'd say. I mean, I still... Obviously, I, I try and take care of as much as I can to make sure it doesn't happen again. Um, a lot of a lot of Pilates and uh, a lot of rehab that goes in, and a lot of gym gym work as well to make sure I'm strong enough. Uh, but to be honest with you, it's all behind me now. I, I feel like in my head when I'm out, there, I don't think about it. Uh, but I do do a lot of work behind the scenes to make sure that it doesn't happen, and, and, and it's made me feel really comfortable. Good. So, Dane. In a lot of sports, you know, we, we ask the question, oh, how, why are you guys going so well now? And they trot out the usual, like, oh, we've worked hard on our game, we, we understand it. All that jargon. Why are you both yeah. clicking so well? Mm. Uh, to be honest with you, a lot of it comes down to health as well. I think once, when we've had our full team together without injury, we've, we're about 6-1 and one or 7-1 and one maybe, I think, actually. Uh, so a lot of it has just been getting ourselves on the floor. Um, all at the same time. And um, we have, you know, like, it takes a little bit of time. I mean, as you, as you know, it's just when, um, when guys are coming in 
and out of uh, teams a bit. It, it takes a little bit to settle. So to start the year, we had we had a bunch of guys missing for the first three games. I think three of our five starters. And then as people guys are slowly coming back in, it just uh, you've got to figure out ways to feel comfortable playing with each other. And now that we're all together, yeah, things are going great. Uh, we had one bad loss to New Zealand, um, but other than that, we've. Uh, We've um, we've been going really well when we've had the whole team together, uh, and especially now with uh, us being together for a, a couple of weeks, we feel really confident going into every game now. Do you feel like your best basketball is as good as any as a group? Do you feel like it's as good as I mean, you mentioned the New Zealand game and Sydney have been strong again this year, but you guys have been quietly building. Are you completely confident that your best is as good as anybody else's now? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're looking forward to both games this week because now United, like like us, have had some health problems and they've got a full full team now. So they're they're a different team with that, especially with Shea Ely coming back in. So we've got a, we've got a, a big game against them on Thursday, and then we play the latter lead at Sydney on Sunday. And um, so to be honest, we're going into both games feeling like you know we can win these games, and um, we'll go into every game for the rest of the year like that as well, I believe. Uh, but it'll be a good test this week, and if we can get through both these games, then they'll, they'll grow our confidence even more. Dane, in the, in the world of basketball, especially here in the NBL, with certain sports, we see an age demographic is the sweet zone that gets the job done in various sports. For NBL, what's the sweet zone? What's the age demographic? What's that sort of average age sweet hmm. zone sit at? Uh, yeah, it's a tough question. I mean, we've got a few guys in our team that are in there. We've got a couple of guys in our team in their 30s that are, are really killing it this year, Neo, Creaky, and, and Rowdy. So um, usually, I guess, before this, since all the sports scientists are coming, you, you probably want guys to be a bit younger. But now we've got guys that are just playing some of their best basketball in their 30s. Um, you, I guess you'd still probably think, you know, between sort of... Uh, 26 to, to 32 or so, maybe even smaller, 28 to 32. Um, guys have got the experience, they've got the strength to compete against all the men and everything and um, have built up their skills. You, you probably think that's usually the age gap, gap where you're playing the best. Um, that's, that's what I think anyway. And you look at Keanu Pender, who's come along every year and he's now only 27, so he should, he'll probably get better again next year, but he's really developed over the last couple of years and uh, now, he's, now he's an unbelievable player. Beautifully managed, mate. You put yourself right in the sweet zone. Are you up for a, are you up for a contract renegotiation? That was noticed. <laughs> the best is yet to come. Yeah, you're 28. You keep building for the next Beautiful. four years. Like 28, well, like me. Yeah, who's coming out of yeah. contract? So, <laughs> mate, the blokes who play your position, 28. You're a baby at 28. You, you can play to your 45. Yeah, true. The guys will stick around for like Jay Barlow's 39. But, That's right. I mean, exactly. <laughs> Are you a watcher? Do you watch the NBA? Are you one of these who are you a bit of a basketball junkie when you're not playing? You know, are you watching the NBL? Uh, yeah, I do try and watch a lot of the games. Um, I actually did. I ended up watching um, a lot of the game last night between uh, Melbourne United yeah. and Perth, and that was that was late. And I did feel like a little bit of a junkie doing that. So, can you explain to us how? I don't know whether you stayed right to the end of that game, but you know, 11 points in the last 43 seconds or whatever it was that Perth. <laughs> You know, put on United to, to overturn you know that late game deficit and pinch that game. Can can you tell us how that happens? Yeah, I mean it was a little bit of a, a bit of a breakdown. I mean the the Blanchfield three 
was tough. He was well. It looked like he was fairly well defended. Then just a cheeky little hand in the cookie jar cost him a foul on that one. And um, and then getting the rebound off the free throw was a bit of a lapse in concentration from. I think the guards up the top of the key. He probably should have come in and crashed the rebound. But it did pop perfectly back to him. He turned around and there was Webster just in rhythm into a three, six points in about, you know, all of two seconds. That's always going to help in a comeback. Um, and uh, other than that, I mean, it wasn't like they did too much else wrong, but these two guys, Blanchfield and Webster, hit big shots and just Amazing. a little bit unlucky there, I'd say. Hey, before we let you go, are you a golfer by any chance? Um, I've tried, I've tried, but I'm, I'm not very good. I'm a real hack when it comes to golfing. A bit, a bit of an Andrew Gaze. Oh, see, that's beautiful. Can we, Rod, can you just make sure you cut up that grab and replay <laughs> that for uh, as often as you possibly can? I was just going to ask our 206-centimetre man, because we're, we're talking to you from King Island, and we were buffeted by, uh, you know, the big southerly busters today while Derm and I were trying to play golf, Dana. We rate ourselves, you know, far higher and than, than we should. Than we should. <laughs> uh, but our games were affected by the wind. I wonder how a 206-centimetre man uh, would cope with uh, these sorts of breezes standing over a little tailor-made TP5X. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't cope well. I mean, I don't cope well when there's when there's no breeze and it's sunny out. Right. Um, so in the wind and the right. rain, I'd be chalking to be left and right, and never straight. Hey, find find a one from me. Yeah. Give us something for our uh, texters to go to disagree with. Or oh, Michael God. or LeBron? Oh yeah. Oh, LeBron, definitely LeBron. I mean, he's what I've grown up watching. But if you look at the, just look at the career, I mean, he's going to have 40,000 points, over 10,000 assists, over 10,000 rebounds. That's unbelievable. And the fact that he went to, like, 10 straight finals, that's incredible. It's, uh, it's not his fault that he was coming up against one of the other greatest teams of all time. To, to lead teams to 10 straight finals is something that is, I think, in, in years to come, we'll look back and think that is just unbelievable. Um, so I think LeBron definitely was the best player ever. Well, we love you, but they'll come for you now. <laughs> but it's, a, it's the, young, the young kids, you know, they didn't see Michael. Hey, Dan, good luck, mate. 12, it's yeah, hard to luck. believe there's only 12 games to go in this season, and uh, you're right in the middle of it. Uh, it sounds like you're getting better, you're getting healthier, you're getting fitter, mate. So um, good to hear that your back problems are, you know, hopefully a thing of the past, and uh, we're starting to see the best of you again. Thanks for joining us on the show. Thanks very much, boys. I really appreciate it. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Dane Pinnow from the South East Melbourne Phoenix. Going to get a break out of the way. Just, just quick, just going back to the Hawthorne stuff. It doesn't have to be quick. You can take Did, your time somebody, somebody just had yep. a go at me saying, oh, you, you've got bias there. Well, I, I bias about what? About, about the Hawthorne. Well, uh, why wouldn't you? What's wrong with that? Well, it's I, not that it's unfair. I think I'm the only person <laughs> in the media who hasn't taken a side. Well, you might have Literally. But I just want what's, what I think is, and I still haven't said who who I voted no. for in my proxy already. No. Um, you probably read between the lines, but I just want what I think is best for the club to continue. Yeah, and... and I, in, on the on its journey, which is plotted pretty well at this I, point in time. I'm very happy to say to that tech star, and I'm not, you're big and ugly enough to look after yourself, but I think you are very fair when it comes to your commentary on the Hawthorne Footy Club, despite your connection to the joint. So can I just ask you that, this question, though? Um, what, what Sam Mitchell's doing is really radical from a you know, risk, list management, list rebuild perspective. Can you, as a young coach with no runs on the board, nothing to lean back on just yet, um, can you do what he's doing without some sort of guarantee? I, I heard the words used in, in, the, in recent 
weeks scorched earth. It feels a bit like that. Yeah. Can can you do that? You can, can see, he do you that? can see yeah. the method. You can see what he's doing. Well, there's not, a direction behind yeah, that's this. Right. Yeah. But yeah. can you do it without the board saying, Sam, whether it's us or whether it's them, we're going to wear this. We know what you're doing. We see what you're doing. We're going to wear it. Now, things change. But what sort of guarantees do you need to embark upon what, if you need when them When you at say all, guarantees, what do you mean guarantees? You well, guarantee from the coach, we you, will you, achieve... You're not, we're going to sack you if you have two no, years of winning five games. That. So what, he's in an enviable position at the moment because by tomorrow morning, he has a relatively new board, whether mm. it's by structure mm. or whether it's personnel well, and will. faces. He, so well, they well. will go this journey from him and their day one starts tomorrow morning. Mm. So he's been on this journey for 12 months already. I think most supporters of the Hawthorne Footy Club fell in love with the way that he attacked the game. Someone like uh, um, yeah. Big Mitch Lewis, uh, yep. Lewis, his best three games of the club he's ever played were Sam Mitchell's first three games of coaching. Mm. That sort of spoke volumes about what he's trying to do. My belief on, on the modern-day football is you can teach, and I've said it before, and, and you can have a laugh with it, but you really can teach anyone with some talent to get to a league list. You can teach them to be backmen. You can teach defensive mechanisms in football. Yeah, you've got to be precise and get it, but it's not all about talent. You can't teach <laughs> players to be forwards. Mm. That's instinctive. That's inherent. That is talent. But if you give them the scope to find their forward prowess over time, you can always add in defensiveness on the, if that's a new word, Elder. Elder. <laughs> at, at no, the end defense. of mm. your program. I think people who follow Hawthorne would, would believe that, that, mm. that he's on the right track. He was the anointed as well. Yeah. He's taken over from yep. the best coach of the last, since... Since Kevin last, has finished. Yeah, certainly last 20 yeah. years. Yeah. So he's anointed. Most coaches, if you look at the graph, if you're on the downward spiral, even if you haven't bottomed out yet, and a club says, oh, we can't go with him anymore, this coach, and they get him out, and a new one comes in, rarely, and I mean rarely ever, does that new coach, that they say, we're going to give time to you, ever get to bottom out, for the last 10%. Yeah, that's right. And ride yep. the whole graph up to the very, very top. Somebody comes in about year three or four mm. and capitalise on the work that's been done. Sometimes the voice is a little bit long there, maybe that five years, and that could affect. But I think that there's a real plan that Sam is the bloke to go right through that yeah, graph. Go Bottom with out yeah. with him mm. last year, see some game style, totally new perspective and then climb the mountain over the next five years. I, I spoke to you about age lists of teams that are premiership winning teams. It's getting harder in the age bracket. People say, we've got young, I've got a young team, we'll be good in two, three years. Uh-uh-uh-uh. Yeah. So for 30 years, can I tell you this one or you've got to go to a no, break? No, 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 no. So for 30 years... Between 1980 and 2010, 30 premierships are contested. 24 of them were won by teams under 26 years of age. Average age, yep. Yeah. Yep. Only six out of 30 were over 26. So, oh, they're, they're just ready to fall off the cliff. They're over 26. Might have been the case. In the last 12 years, 12 premierships have been up for grabs. Nine of the 12 teams are well over 
26 mm. years of age. It's turning into a more professional, hardened, seasoned, mature players premiership race. Hence Geelong yeah, have proved it again but, last year. Ge- Hawth- well, this year, 2022. Well, that flies in the face of what Hawthorne's done. So what I'm saying is expect it to take a year or so longer than what we might previously have thought. If, if, if you're thinking, oh, we're yeah. going to climb to the top four in three years... Mm. Yeah, probably five years away. Carlton's chart. Like, oh, I hear you speak, and you love the Blues. You probably feel like you've been on this journey too long. A long time. Yeah, and there's been changes in policy. But if you look this at way, your list now, yeah. they're still not in the but, right but, age but bracket it feels, yet. But Carlton's been... In fact, it's a good example to shine on Hawthorne because it feels like every time you bring in a new coach... And you decide, nah, we're going to go with another coach. And they're going to, nah, we're going to go with another. It feels like it all stops. And it feels like, to a degree, you have to start again. Yeah. And but I, There's but a mini restart, yeah. It yeah. feels to me, and I don't know, there's no evidence. Only history will prove this to be the case. I feel like, as an outsider looking in at Hawthorne, that there is a very different um, commitment to Sam Mitchell than perhaps there was to people like Brendan Bolton or David Teague. Or David Noble, or, or others who have come and gone after relatively short tenures in their first crack at it as a senior coach. I feel like, and again, time will tell whether this is the case, I feel like there is a very, very different relationship that exists that between because, Hawthorne and Sam Mitchell. That is because most clubs, what happens is the king dies, their, their, their coach is the king, he dies of old age, he withers on the on the vine, he can't reach the players, they bring in a new king. Yeah. It didn't happen with Hawthorne, they killed their king. It was, it was a very, well that's a very dramatic way of putting it, but, <laughs> yeah, they, but it's true. And then they, no, it's true. they, and then they brought in the new king. The king is dead, long live the king. We will yeah. go, it's, it's, it's an interesting one, and again history is going to be a really um, telling watch on, on what happens at Hawthorne. Let's get a break out of the way. We are at the King Island Golf Club for Robot Building Supplies and Berwick Boone W. If you're thinking about coming down here for a golf trip, there's only one way to get here. Southern Airlines, they will fly you and your mates down here. And if you're looking for a magnificent place to stay, I've said it before and I'll say it again, we're being put up at Netherby Rocks tonight. Uh, and tomorrow night, uh, last night and tonight. Do you take a while in the shower too? It's a what nice are you shower. doing in there? It's a nice shower. Yeah. There's a mirror. We leave in 15 minutes. Yeah, mirror. okay. Don't take 14 <laughs> of yourself in the shower. Give me a chance. We'll get to a break. A man who knows about golf down here much better than us. And he's a slightly better player, having uh, experienced oh, 12 holes. Do you reckon? Not a <laughs> holes with him today. Uh, Cameron Jones going to join us on the other side of the break. <laughs> 